Hello and welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. My name is Luke and I'm your host today. Thank you so much for joining me as we dive into this week's topic in the Kingdom of Heaven is Like series. We are going to be looking at what it means to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and to bear fruit and to be filled with knowledge and understanding. Stay tuned for a quick peek from today's episode. My sheep know my voice. They follow me. I want to be his sheep first and foremost. Right. And if I end up a dumb, stupid sheep and cross the finish line, still a dumb, stupid sheep, I still cross the finish line. That's good. If I get to, if I get to know his wisdom and revelation, I'm, I might be sharing it with the world through a podcast. Mm-hmm. I get to share it on a microphone every Sunday morning. I get to help people go that next step, the next breadcrumb, the next line, the next That's precept, good. the next just. I don't care if it's an inch, man. Yeah. We just keep going inches. Pretty soon, you're pretty far along. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, California, and is available wherever podcasts can be found. If you missed an episode or want to share the show with a friend, visit uncommonpodcast.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to leave us a review. That helps us climb the charts so more people can find out about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. If you want to give us your feedback, you can email the show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com and we'll try to feature your questions and comments in an upcoming episode. Finally, if you're looking to learn more about the Father's House Church, School of Transformation, or Life Recovery Ministries, visit fathershouseoroville.com. And now let's get into the Uncommon Truth. Here's what's coming up. Hello and welcome back to the Uncommon Truth. My name's Luke. I'm filling in for Max, our regular host, and I'm joined as always by Steve and Vicky Orsillo. Hey. Hey. And we are back for another episode in yes. our uh, the kingdom of heaven is like what what Jesus, and then now we're into what the Acts, and now today I think we're going to look at Colossians, Paul, what they what they wrote about the kingdom of heaven and how we should respond to it. And we've had a lot of fun on this season. Uh, last week I, I, we had a really great episode talking about the um, whose kingdom are you following, whose kingdom really are you good. building? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you two are comical. <laughs> He's still in his Disney. He's, he yeah, went to Disneyland. I, I just back from Disneyland. My brain, my brain's not bad. On the Matterhorn. Yes. He's still on the Matterhorn. Okay, yeah. go ahead. But yeah, so what is new at the Father's house? Uh, we're still. We always have a million projects going on, and we have two two new uh, portable classrooms that were delivered to the 91 acres, and we're putting them in just oh, in time awesome. to house Gift of Hope and Lights of Hope. Wow. Yep. Because the building we housed them in last year is co-opted by a food bank that's reaching out to the whole North State. Wow. And now it's being packed with food and shipped out weekly to different really? food banks all over the North State. So that really? building's been co-opted. Mm-hmm. And just in time, like the nick of time, like, 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 a, Jesus like, time like a glory moment, a these two buildings come available. And they were so cheap, we couldn't pass them, bought them. Wow. They're, they're set up today. Wow. And we have a lot of work to remodel, but we can use them in the current state for these two events. So you're not only gorgeous, you're 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 functional. Functional, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I ain't no that, sports that's model, a great baby. You're, no, you're you like are a, functional. I'm a you work are truck. Functional. He, I'm a work truck, I'm baby. Keep him for an, I'm gonna renew my option. That's right. Renew uh, your option on this. I'm gonna give him another ten. Yeah, yeah give me another ten. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank years. you, thank you. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Get of Hope is our one of our big Christmas outreaches where we help uh, children in the community receive Christmas presents every year. I think we originally started in 2004 five i believe and we took a little break but over the years we've uh, you know averaged about a thousand kids each year that we we started with like a hundred kids started with a hundred but then i think from you know recent years it's been a thousand and it went up from a hundred so fast it was unbelievable like the next year we went to 800 or 900 and we We went um, up to 2000 yeah Mm mm-hmm Sure. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, no, it did actually in the yeah, campfire. With the campfire yeah. year, yeah. it sure campfire. did. Sorry, yeah. I was just placating Vicky at <laughs> that. Yeah, he immediately <laughs> thinks that any number Vicky says is wrong, so and he just immediately right. questions yeah. it. <laughs> because I'm not yes. always good with my numbers, yeah. but this time I was actually 
accurate, and you were. I did. I yeah, doubted you. you. I apologize. Thank you. It wasn't that Maybe you were right. You just weren't as wrong as you usually are. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, Michael so uh, Get to Hope is coming up soon, and you know it's a great opportunity for our listeners to get involved. We have uh, kids in the community sign up, saying what they want and they need, and we'll be placing. Uh, these children online you if you want to sponsor a kid this christmas then we will post in the coming weeks the information to do that in our description so what's the name again gift of hope gift of hope so yep. if they they can just google gift of hope yep gift of hope Orville. and they can give online Is give that, money they okay. can sponsor a child so we put a, a little we call it a tag a christmas tag that says uh the kids sizes and the gender and things they like and need and you can shop for that child and ship the stuff to us on amazon it's wow. We try to make it really easy for people to get involved. So that, that's coming up soon. Um, and then Lights of Hope, which is our really fun Christmas light show. I'm excited. I was in the planning meeting for that this morning, and it's starting to come together. So it's fun. It's amazing. Last last year, the uh, Lights of Hope, uh, in 22 days, I think, because we had one rain day, we had 18,000 people wow. walk through the free light walk. And um, it's an incredible Looks like a little Christmas Hallmark village, yeah. and um, this year the Light Walk is. Uh, I know it's going to be themed, and there's going to be. Um, uh, I know New York City's there, and it's pretty cool as That's you walk cool. through it. So, um, if you're in, in the in the North State or all the way down to Stockton, and we have people from the Bay Area come, please come check yeah. that. That's a Lights of Hope. How many days is it until Christmas, Kevin? <laughs> it's a lot. A lot. It's he like, has it. They have it on our in the whiteboard in in the media office. There's like a countdown. Oh, to, there is to Christmas, yeah. So yeah, that's amazing. I thought he knew. It's Christmas already. October comes and it's Christmas. Yeah, that's how it feels like. Well, we'll get that when he finds it. Yeah, we'll get. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking feverishly. He's fat. He's fat checking. checking. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. How many? Seventy-nine days until Christmas. Wow. Seventy-nine. Holy moly. Yeah. So, let's dive in, guys. Why let's not? go, baby. Yeah. So today we're going to start in Colossians uh, chapter one. I'm going to. This is Paul writing to the church in Colossae, and uh, that was a Colosseum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> the people in the alliance <laughs> before they got. Never mind. Hey, go ahead. Okay, Colossia. 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 I think. However, it said anyway. To those people. Yes. And uh, I'll start reading from verse 9 if you want to read along with us. So it says, uh, Paul says, For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, joyously giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have the redemption, sorry, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Powerful. Man. So, this scripture has this phrase in it, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. It's like, wow. when I read that, wow. it's like, how do you do that? Yeah. What on earth? How, how is that possible? Spend your life figuring it out. And, and way, the way Paul writes, you have to walk it. So what's he talking about? For this reason's your first three words, right? Yep. What reason? Right. Well, it's the love of it's the love mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. It's the love. If you go back to verses before it, it's yep. the love. Yeah. Uh, we have heard of your love, and since we first heard of it, yep. we have prayed continually for you that you will. We are asking that you will be filled with the knowledge of His will. Amazing. In all his will, not just knowing his will, but knowing it in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. It's it's one thing to know his will, but then to understand it wow. like crazy, right? And spiritual understanding, something like it's almost like woo <laughs> like out there beyond us, right? 
And it's like, but but we get to, but they're praying. Paul's praying for these people that they will know his will and understand his will and be revealed in his will. And it's it just goes on, so that. So so you walk in a manner of the Lord to please him in all respects. Oh, my goodness. The very desire of my life is to please him in all respects, to walk in a manner worthy of him. When I look at the cross, when I look at the sacrifice of the Father, loving the world so much he gave his only begotten son, I mean, I want to be worthy of that. Yeah. And I don't know if every human person that claims to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, is looking to be worthy of what God has done for me, wow. being each person's me, Yep. right? And it's just like, this is a mind-boggling set of scriptures that flow into who Jesus is. Yeah later down in you know the the big ones the big apologetic verses of the firstborn of all creation comes on to us and all those things about describing jesus but first what's most important is what is available to you and me there's a prayer being prayed why is it being prayed because they heard about the colossians love and it's love for god it's love for one another it's the obedience of jesus christ They are being obedient to the call of Jesus Christ, which the only call he had was to love one another as I have loved you, dying for one another, laying down your life, living the truth, preaching the truth. That's good. For this reason, since the day we heard about it, your love, have not ceased praying for you that you'd walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, that you bear fruit in every good work and increase your good work and increase in the knowledge of God, becoming more and more aware of who he is. Now, here at the Father's House, we have a school of ministry, and we want you to find out who God is. And we have found out that there has not yet been a single student to come there that once they heard just our part, just a little tiny bit we know about who God is, didn't say, oh, my gosh, yeah, I didn't know that. I wasn't. I didn't realize that a knowledge of who God is, mm-hmm. a knowledge of God. Yeah, and we're we're wow. we're talking kindergarten. We're talking a trickle. We're talking a few pebbles of sand, a few kernels or grains of sand, of what the total knowledge of God must be when you look at the vastness of the universe and how big He is. Paul's praying that they would have increasing knowledge of God. I mean, what more could you ask? First, you got walking in his a manner worthy. You got spiritual wisdom and understanding. You got the ability to please him. You got every good work being bearing fruit in every good work you do, bearing fruit in it. I mean, I want the things I do to have an effect, and that's what he's praying for these people yeah. that the, every good work would bear fruit. I mean, it's just like this is like the grand slam of Christian idea that we should be walking in every day. The passion of our life, the first thought in the morning, the last thought at night kind of thing where my whole world is all about being pleasing in his sight, walking in a manner worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ's cross for me. Or even go back to the birth. Forget the cross for a minute. Could I even be worthy of just him being willing to be born? Yeah. God amongst us? I mean, it's just like in this filthy human world where he comes from pure holiness. Mm-hmm. It's just like what he did for us. Could I, I could actually be worthy of it? And then you go on to increasing in the knowledge of God. Okay, let's just take a deep breath and stop there and wait a couple of hours <laughs> while we let that settle in. Yeah. See, but he doesn't stop there. And that wasn't even a period. That's a semicolon in my book. Strengthened with all power. What? according to his glorious might not all power that you and i dream up not all power that the superheroes have not all power that marvel made up you know (laughs) not that kind of power no all power that's according to his glorious might Mm -hmm. the one who spoke this entire universe into existence in seven days the one who with words creates yeah uh it's just it's just crazy for the attaining because it doesn't stop there keeps going in doing this it's for the purpose of attaining all perseverance and patience joyously giving thanks to the father 
who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in wow. light. I mean, stop, just like stop. <laughs> Could we spend the next couple of centuries studying just those words? Could we find in our life a place where this paragraph is true yeah. in its wholesomeness? I've arrived. I need no man to teach me. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm like, I, I'm, I've made it. People are crazy to read this and think they've made it. Mm-hmm. This is what Paul's prayer is for people who have already become Christians, yep. wow. who are showing love to one another and love for God. And he's saying, now, now you've got, you've got the revelation of the cross. You've got the revelation of your forgiveness. You've got the revelation of his love for you. You know you love him. Now I'm praying for you that you would walk in a manner worthy of him and it just goes on and lines it up to kick you in the rear i tell you what i don't look at my life regretting the short time i have left i i regret that i didn't have more to give him i it's not for me the short time i have left for me i wish and i pray when i pray about my life and whether how long i will live i want more because i haven't done that good at walking in a manner that's worthy of him i have i don't i think i might have pleased him but i just feel like there's so much more of my life to please him and so much more fruiting good works and so much more of knowledge of him that i can gain here and and not just gain for me i'll gain it when i die i'll we'll see face to face then right yep so i'll have more knowledge of him when i die but I can teach if I can get more knowledge here. I can teach these young skulls full of mush. I can I can help them gain more knowledge yeah. of him. Right? Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's good. I, I think that is so. That's so deep. It's and the thing that sticks out to me. Well, the whole thing sticks out to me. But um, it's Steve said it so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord yeah. to please Him. It's like, what are we supposed to do? Please We're supposed him. to please them. Yeah, and, we want and how do we us. please them? Just by saying I'm a Christian? Yeah. Just by doing nothing? Right. And, he's, you know, it's like it's like this is what pleases him, to walk in a manner right. worthy. And, you know, and, and it's like strength. And strength was his power. There's so much power in the Holy Spirit that we don't even acquire or mm-hmm. acquiesce. I think we – it's almost like we – it's the gas in our engine, but we just are always on empty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is it to please him? It's to walk in a manner worthy. That's good. Those are all, I believe those are all adjectives and verbs of what, how we should live then. Yeah, walk, please, bear, yeah. increase. Those are all yeah. action words, are they not? Yep. Um, and it's like, I'm shocked. Stephen and I talk about this almost every day. Is like, what are we reading in the 21st century Christianity? What are we doing? Why do we believe this watered-down gospel that has no power to do anything? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why anybody would want it because it's, we're not walking to please him. Right. We look just like the world. There, why would anyone want to be a Christian? Because there, there's no dif- differentiate, f- differential between the light and the darkness sometimes. It's like that we walk in the light as he is in the light. We should be able to show forth his light and his goodness and his mercy and they're all verbs and i don't understand that you just say a sinner's prayer in 1979 and that makes you worthy mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't please him no. that's an introduction to please him that's a beginning of a relationship right. and this is such a great um yeah. that's, bunch of scriptures that's him doing his part right we see in verse 13 and 14 it says for he rescued us from the domain of yes. darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son where we have redemption forgiveness of sins so it's kind of like he he takes that first step, right? John yeah. says it. You know, for God, lo- he lo- first loved us, so we love him in return. And our response to him transferring us into his kingdom should be this walking in the manner this worthy, right? This is the right? bridge. This is this. Yeah. Okay, the door is you. you he, behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And if you open the door, you'll know me, and I'll know you. Okay, I've let you into my life. I've let you into my heart. I've let you into my body. Now the bridge is do what pleases him. Yeah. Let's find out what pleases Jesus Christ, God the Father, Holy Spirit. And let's major on that. Yeah. Man, so this now back to the knowledge of his will in all mm. spiritual understanding, uh, spiritual um, wisdom and understanding. I, I marvel at that. You know, I do, I do recognize it that there's so much in the mind of Christ that boggles your mind. Mm-hmm. Some of it's beyond you. But if, if you learn how to 
practice the presence of Jesus in your life. Yep. Catherine Coleman said, if I decide to set a time, like pray every day, mm-hmm. uh, Catherine Coleman is a, a former, she, she ran healing and miracle services, and there's testimonies all over the world of the most incredible miracles she, commi- she, she prayed through and, and yeah. saw in her ministry. And so she was on a talk show. It might have been Merv Griffin, Mike Wallace, if you remember those guys. And she said, no, I, I don't set us apart. I don't pray every day. Is that all you do is pray every day? She goes, well, no, I don't do that. I, I do pray every day. I pray continually. Mm-hmm. My whole focus is the presence of God in mm-hmm. my life. Wow. And so I don't pray an hour a day. I don't go into a, a sit in a chair and wait mm-hmm. on him. I, I, I live my day walking and waiting on him every moment of every day. Wow. I'm trying to get my mind to practice his presence inside of me so that I have an awareness of his mind and his heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's sharing with me is that we need to have a real awareness of his presence inside of us. When we do something, he does it with us. When we receive something, he's receiving it. When we bring something into our life that life. that may be evil, we're bringing, we, we are making it so his spirit has to move back, pull Stand. back, step aside. And this verse is saying, I'm praying for you that you would have spiritual understanding. And this is what I pray for, spiritual wisdom and understanding, but from a knowledge of his will. I all the time say, mm. tell me what you want. I want to do it. Yeah. And I don't get it. I don't know what he wants. Hmm. And the thing is, to be a pastor, to be a leader, to have anybody's life in your hand, you have to want to know his will. Hmm. The knowledge of his will is so important. And that, I believe, is when we come to an understanding of his, we have the mind of Christ inside of us. Paul later talks about this, the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. He talks about we, have the, we know the heart of God. And to, be, to close my eyes and become aware of his presence inside of me, I tend to be able to read his mind. I wish it was better. I wish I was better at it. And what he's saying is because of the love they had, they're perfect candidates to have this gift of understanding the mm-hmm. knowledge of the wi- the wisdom and spiritual uh, understanding that this comes through their love for one another. That's why he's praying for them for this. Yeah. And that they're then then because of that, they have all this fruit, continual fruit. Yeah. They have an understanding. They know him. Yeah. They I mean, it's just like per and then they perseverance and patience becomes theirs and who couldn't use a little more perseverance and patience in a Christian <laughs> walk right yep enjoy and I just continually go back to this that this filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual understanding really and good. wisdom and it's like that's what I must be pursuing I must close my eyes and be aware that he lives inside of me when I lay hands on someone to pray for them I must be I must have a visual understanding in my spirit that the Lord lives in me and his hands are being laid on them with my hands. His prayer is my prayer. My prayer is his prayer. And then I'm speaking from a spiritual understanding. Nobody could look at me and say, oh, there's two of you. Or I see a, I see a shadow with you. Laying. There's two hands laying. No, they wouldn't see that. It's in me. The spiritual understanding is in me. That's good. And then the works that I do become good works. People have all kinds of good works because of what I did because I loved which qualified me to have spiritual wisdom and understanding that's really good you that's know, the thing that just absolutely drives me and I think they, we can't be I know Steve said in the beginning this can't be lost he's talking to the the, the ones Church, who know Jesus Christians yeah. that have asked actually it's after Jesus has left it says to the, the saints earth. and faithful brethren in Christ correct and he's talking about the gospel and, yep. and so he's not he's talking to us yep if you call yourself a Christian this is so imperative that we get this um because it's it's everything I mean it's how to live and and how to walk and and I just think if you just I think you said it, if you just live these scriptures right mm-hmm. here my goodness you could your whole life could be transformed just by this short 11 13 verses in mm-hmm. Colossians right and um so I don't want it to be lost that he's talking to us not non-believers he's talking to Christians who believe this is how then you should walk yeah in my years I, I agonizingly have fallen short in this area. And in these last 20 years, 
What do, what, what do you be falling short in the way you walk? Or what? In, in just like, understanding spiritual wisdom and understanding, okay. knowing God, of, of, of having continual good fruit in every work I do. Got it. You know, it's just been a, it's been a battle. It's yeah. been like chipping rocks mm-hmm. with a tiny hammer. Uphill battle. So yeah. much easier with a lottie kaladi, a big old <laughs> sledgehammer, yeah. to chip rocks. It really is. You can smash things yeah. with a big hammer. But with a little one, man, it's so much harder to break things. And so breaking the hardness of our thinking, the hardness of our heart, the know-it-all attitude we walk in is so hard. And Paul is praying for them and based on their love. And I... I have to confess, people bothered the crud out of me most of my life. And, and ministry is really awesome, except for there's people involved, right? <laughs> so that it's like, okay, so no, what, duh, no wonder you're not feeling his mind, knowing his mind, feeling his wisdom mm-hmm. and revelation, you know? The, the prayer Paul had is my prayer that you would, he would give you a gift of wisdom and revelation. He would open the eyes of your heart. It's basically the same prayer for those guys as yeah. this one is for these guys. And so I'm, I'm praying and I see that lately in my life, not in big old bucketfuls, but in little tiny spoonfuls, I'm starting to really see the, the offering of wisdom and a knowledge of wisdom and revelation a knowledge of wisdom and understanding and through us through the spirit a walking in his um a manner worthy of the lord i'm starting to see that in my life it's like yeah i can see that a little bit you know um men yeah men will speak well of you men will say you're doing this like they'll say oh you're totally changing a city Mm -hmm. and yet i don't buy into that stuff i'm not placated by that it's no I'm not even interested in changing a city. I'm interested in changing me so that I can change you and him and the next and help you find him to get changed yeah. so that finally and eventually there's enough of us to where a city has changed. Yeah. The, the, it's like the sneeze to a cold. It's the symptom is that a city changes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The disease is the cold. The infection in us is this. This is the infection of us. Right. And Paul's praying for these guys for this because of their love. So it goes back to love. I admitted people were hard for me. People irritate me easily. Mm-hmm. And, no. And, and in the last 10 years, way less. Way like less. Way, yeah. way, way, way less. less. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm like a born-again human You're being. Like a complete different person. Different person, yeah. You change your stripes. Um, you know. Just I'm so easily see something wrong or see something irritating and just it's so easy to walk away from it now, you know, and that's usually through inner healing. That's yeah, through being married to me for 42 years. Uh, it's absolutely the grace, <laughs> grace of the woman God gave me. And um, I've helped you. But mostly, mostly yeah. it's just this line upon line, precept upon precept, keep going forward keep one walking. step at a time. Yep. You fail, you get back get up. up, you fall, you get back right. up. You can't quite grab the gold ring. You reach again, you go around, you reach again, and, and you just keep trying to get it right. And when yep. you get it wrong, you don't quit, you keep going, and you never give up. You never surrender. You just keep going, keep going in, in, in this and the where you and here's let's get down to the bottom line it's love mm-hmm. love for other people yeah it's compassion for other people it's feeling their woe yeah. their reason instead of just saying they're losers they're weak mm-hmm. you know they could do this if they wanted to why do they keep choosing wrong mm-hmm. you just keep saying no if they want to if they repent and they want to they get another shot Stripes. they get another Good. chance the very kind of person I have no patience with, I have grown to have total love, patience yeah, with, empathy, you know, yeah. and learned how to love and re and offer them to waste my time and waste my energy and waste yeah. my money, waste everything I have, waste the time I have with my family. They take it from me. They're yeah. constantly gobbling it from me and they just waste it. Yeah. And that very thing, I have learned how to give it to him again. Yeah. And and so it's really love that qualifies us. Mm-hmm. And first and foremost, we are believers. Like he's called them. Yeah. He called them believers. Then then he prayed for them. These yeah. things would be theirs. And it's been 
you know, a really long road to begin to see these things begin to happen in my life. And I pray for all the young people that maybe because it took me so long, but I really do see some things here that these young people like Kevin sitting over there on the couch, like you, you're still just a puppy. Um, would really start to get what I've seen. You'll, you'll get there so far ahead of me. You'll be yeah, so many steps ahead right. of me because mm-hmm. I'm sharing with you what I see here. And it's just like patience and long suffering, joyously given yeah. will, will, will come to me. And, and I've seen that. I've seen small amounts. I'm not saying I'm in any way arrived. Mm-hmm. I just, you're starting to see it. There's a change happening. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a blessing coming. It's just like a, it's like a flood of grace and love coming yeah. and you can just see it and you can see how God has worked in you and been patient right. with you yeah. and uh, been patient with you anyway. So it's the result and the good fruit and you just can see it because you begin to become aware of who he is in your life and how he uses you, how he, you can read his mind and what he wants yeah. and he loves these people that you didn't like. Yeah, and so you just make a conscious choice. Well, I'm going to love them too. Then that's good. Or at least do the best I can. So what it sounds to me like you're describing is a partnership between you and the Lord. Where, Very much. Where you have His heart, His will, His mind as a priority in your life, and it's a, and you know sometimes uh, people can hear this and read this and and take away that uh, an idea of works like oh I, you know it's now ba- it's all based on what. I do and I just wanted to take a moment just address that idea of like are we saying then it's all on us or are we saying it's what what are we what are we saying there it's really ludicrous to say anything else it's crazy because it is all on us it's only for those who believe I had to choose to believe yeah and when I chose to believe there wasn't a lot of evidence in my life I just met him I felt his presence and chose to believe Mm -hmm. and then when all of the sacrifice and stuff that's required of me who believe I decided it's worth it because of who he is. I fell yeah. in love with someone, not yeah. something. And I think what you first said, I'm trying to trying to gather my thoughts back on what that was. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's um, this partnership is a hundred percent partnership. He yeah. f- he he come he does then I do yeah. then he does. Yeah. And and if I continue to respond to what he does the way he's calling me to and what Paul the apostle's praying for. Mm-hmm. Then I get the next step That's and good. the next step. It's like pebbles. It's like following the breadcrumbs. Yeah. If I'll go to the next breadcrumb, then I'll be standing in the perfect position to see the next breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. If I go my own way and say, nah, I'm going to go over here and look for breadcrumbs, I'll never see the next one or the next one or the next one or the next one. Right. I'll never get led down the road. And people who say it's nothing to do with what we do, it's, it's yeah, I, I don't even know how mm-hmm. you read that. In this, this, this Bible's all about what mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> Believe is yeah. a do. Right. Faith is a do. Yep. Work out your salvation. Yeah. Your it's family. just a do. There's a lot of do's. Yep. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of do's that disqualify you. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of do's that get you lost. A whole right. bunch of do's that that confuse you to death. Yeah. Hmm. And the most important do I know is to read the Bible as his instructions, mm-hmm. believe the Bible, and then figure out that the Holy Spirit lives in you That's good. and follow him. My sheep know yeah. my voice. They follow me. Yeah. I want to be his sheep first and foremost. Right. And if I end up a dumb, stupid sheep and cross the finish line, still a dumb, stupid sheep, I still cross the finish That's line. Good. If I get to... If I get to know his wisdom and revelation, I'm, I might be sharing it with the world through a podcast. Mm-hmm. I get to share it on a microphone every Sunday morning. I get to help people go that next step, the next breadcrumb, the next line, the next That's precept, good. the next just... I don't care if it's an inch, man. Yeah. We just keep going inches pretty soon. You're pretty far along. you know. And so that partnership is everything, like yeah. you said. I love that. That's really s- simple for us to take. He, he does, then we do, then he does, then we do. And it's that step-by-step step as opposed to – it's not – sometimes we like it, the idea of he's done, he did it all. Yeah, he did it and all. And now I just – Sit back and Sit back and ride. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that movie Wall-E where the humans set on some floating bubble, if you've ever seen it, and everything's done and robots clean up for them and bring them food and they do nothing and they just get fat and sassy and and they lose their life. That's what people think Christianity is. You just lay down on the bubble and and God carries you through life and you get whatever you want. And it's just not that. That's not what this says. On the flip side, then we get the other people that may be listening too that believe that 
it's all based on what they do and they have to earn and Works. work their way into salvation and it's it's neither of those things it's it's in the middle right i like it's what you part, said it's a partnership yeah i like what you said it's his his sheep hear his voice and follow him right that means he speaks and we listen and it's that that partnership is really important so my other question for you guys is uh you alluded to it a few a few moments ago was you know that we see these uh lists that paul makes where he says like um do you not know that these people will not inherit the kingdom of God? Will not will not qualify? Will not make it? Right? The crud out of you. you know, just just to read one of them, um, it says, "Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. You know, neither fornicators, idolaters, uh, adulterers, uh, thieves, homosexuals, co- the covetous, drunkards, revilers, swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God." There's, you know, there's it what do we do with that today? You know, like, <laughs> Oh, well, today we, well, we do very little with it um, in our world, but we, that is very sobering to me. Yeah. All the, all the lists are very sobering to me because it, it is the one I, the, the scripture I keep thinking went through. This is work out oh, your salvation. Yeah, sorry. That was the first Corinthians chapter six, verses eight through 10. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Work out your salvation. Yeah. So, I have to work at it. It's not like I ask, behold, he stands at the door and knock, and that's all I do. I let him in, yeah. and it's over because that's all. But it says work out your salvation, which is salvation, with fear and trembling. Right. Just that with that list in and of itself, yep. it should scare us straight, basically, yeah. in, in reading and not dismissing the words of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, the words from the, his, his apostles, his disciples, I don't know what's going on. I don't. I don't know what's going on with the Christian church. I've been a Christian forty-two years, but it's not all or nothing. It's. It's like you said. Yeah. It's. It's. It's both. He does come when I, while I was yet a sinner and dies for me. Yeah. And behold, he stood at the door of my heart and knocked. And I opened my door. The door. But we just don't sit there. We just don't let him come into our house. And then he's our butler. And it is. It is a uh, relationship every day farther up and further in and, and further up and farther in and Colossians is just an incredible way to understand that yeah amen did you have something on that no no I I was I was looking at that list of uh, who won't inherit the I kingdom know. of heaven and what do we do with that today is yeah. if we have the courage we share that in love yeah. Yes. Because you've got to remember that it's love that qualifies you wow. to be prayed for, that you'll have this knowledge and wisdom, mm-hmm. that you'll have this manner worthy of the Lord, that you'll walk in this spiritual power that mm-hmm. he has. Yeah. And so when you talk about all these different things, um, it's interesting that to go to them, even though they're going to hate you, yeah. and share that at great risk to yourself, considering their eternal life is more important than your own protection and health. Wow. This is not just love. This is a supernatural love. This yeah. is, I look at that thinking, I don't know. I don't know that I could do it. Wow. But I'd want to. You know, I'd want to put their spiritual condition. And if I won one or two or three, would I, how much better off, you know, would they be? How, mm-hmm. how far would they have come? Just two or three people. They've gone from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Yeah. They will have inherited eternal life Mm -hmm. because I risked everything. And if the other rest of the crowd, other than those one, two, or three, even killed me, Mm. I would have gone, I would have, I would have gone to heaven early so that three other people can go to heaven instead of hell. Wow. Very Christ like behavior, risked my soul. It's like it's like the idea of someone standing there facing me and I've got a gun in my hand and he's got a gun in his. And I know that God is, you know, that lives in me and he's going to shoot me and I shoot him first. It's either him or me and I shoot him first. It's that idea that I'm going to send him to hell so that he doesn't send me to heaven. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of when you think about it, it's like, oh, wow. But my family would miss me. People would cry. Yeah. God can't put the wisdom in me that he in someone else that he put in me, right? Hmm. 
So I have to stay alive because I'm the only one that knows this truth. Well, no, that's that's ridiculous. The Holy Spirit's the one that knows this truth. And if I'm able to speak it, it's because I've quieted myself to let him speak through me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if I've been had fruit in my life, what it says here, if every good works turns is turned to fruit, then many will know how to speak these truths. Hmm. Many will know how to learn how to close their eyes and get the mind of Christ and the heart yeah. of God and speak these truths, right? So me dying or living is of no consequence. Yeah. It's The question comes back to, if I shoot him before he shoots me, yeah. then I going? have sent him to hell, yeah. potentially sent him to hell wow. to stop myself from going to heaven early. Hmm. It's kind of a balance that we all go, oh, wow, I've never looked at it like that. Yeah, but you claim to know Christ and you claim to believe in eternal life and you claim to also believe in eternal death. Mm. And once we say we believe in that, it's like, oh, wow, I would send you to your damnation just so you don't send me to my blessing. It's like that doesn't add up. And I think that that's the wrong thinking. When, When we read that list of who doesn't get to go to heaven, Honestly, what it should feel like is just, it feels like we chewed on sawdust and just it's the worst thing we ever had in our mouth. And we just like a taste in our mouth of horror. Hmm. Oh my gosh. And those things are spreading. What was it? All the different things that was in that list with idolatry and 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 thieves and and that drunken, perpetual is it habitual drunkenness. Just all those things, you know, um, it just amazes me. Uh, those are growing so fast. In fact, they're growing amongst potential believers, people that yeah. claim to believe. And so uh, that should be my horror. Yeah. Uh, you know, that they're going there instead of the word, well, I'm so grateful I'm not. Praise the Lord, I'm not. Hmm. You know, I, I'm like, that's just not what this is talking no. about. This is not, you're, this, what he's talking about praying for the Colossians is that because of their love. What does it say? Where does it say that? Uh, just as you learn from Epaphras, our bro- yeah. beloved fellow bond servant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf, yeah. and he also informed us of your love in the Spirit. And for this reason, because of your love in the yep. Spirit, since the day we heard about it, your mm-hmm. love in the Spirit, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will. Wow. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's important. Yeah, and so is it love to shoot someone before they shoot you? Well, Send them to hell? Let them, hey, you go yeah. to hell, buddy. Even that, what you're saying with those lists, right? We we think that often that we're being more loving and kind to people by not saying these words because the Paul's harsh and is, you know, we don't want to say to the people that are in these sins, hey, the Bible says don't do this because we think that's, people see that as hate in the world, so we turn off our love in order to, Good. you know accommodate their accusations yeah. yeah and that's what that's a completely different perspective and, and the way we tri- way we've communicated it i know in the my 65 mm-hmm. years the way i've heard it communicated isn't really love right it's not really a care for your eternal soul it's not really a passion for the lost and i i want that i, I if you had the mind of christ you would have a passion for the lost yeah. you know he was a little bit harsh to the religious lost because they said they believed right yeah because yeah. they claimed to be of his house they were deceiving the people and teaching the precepts of men as yeah. the doctrines of god and he was very harsh to them but to sinners like the lady caught in adultery and anybody else he was so compassionate mm-hmm. go and sin no more yeah. the woman at the well he, he he told her the truth but wasn't you know accusing and no. and he wasn't harsh like we tend to be in like we tend to be be self-righteous a little yeah bit, right? Yeah. So wow, that's um, that. I, for me, that just kind of is, uh, especially in my generation, you know, and especially the ones younger than me. It's this whole idea is that if you know, we all have our own truth and our own belief and our own idea, and saying the absolute statements that Paul makes that these people will not is inherit the kingdom. That of God. you know, we're told that's not love. That's the opposite. You know, and I think to think about it on the other side of that is actually it's hate for us not to share the truth as yeah. a Steve often says that um, in his, in his uh, testimony, his brother was willing to be hated 
to tell Steve the truth because Steve was very hateful to his brother. Yeah. Even threatened his life. He's going to kill him. Right, Steve? And, you know, looking Mm -hmm. back, it's like, thank God. Thank you, God, that Michael was willing to be hated. Yeah. You know, willing to not have a relationship with his brother. Yeah. Or be dead because he would kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't murderous. I just was very. Ang- I, was no, no, a- I was angry. You were pretty angry yeah. back then. It could yeah, have been murder. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. So. <laughs> so <laughs> might have been. You know, uh, just before we we close up, I just at the very end of that scripture again, it says, "For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his beloved Son." And just, you know. I think what we're talking about today is that's verse 13 in Colossians is yeah. that idea that we're no longer supposed to be part of darkness. the kingdom of darkness, right? We, we came out of that domain that's and we're right. now in a different, a different place. That's and, good. um, we don't always see that in the lives of believers today, right? That there's a, there's a, we, we kind of want to have one foot in each camp almost. And yeah. it's, it's tragic. Do we have any practical, wisdom or ideas for people that maybe relates that i kind of you know I, I i can still see where the domain of darkness is present in my life what what can they do should they do i believe you should just stop and just repent uh and ask tell the lord that you have been uh seduced by the world and the because uh, because the um the lord the god the lord of this world satan is very seductive mm-hmm. and it sound the world looks really good i mean it doesn't look good but there's things in it that we have sold sold our soul for, yeah. basically success and money and in houses and cars and education and, and uh, prestige and reputation. And I think if this is you, if this is resonate with you, the Holy Spirit's just kind of like you know, excuse me, mm-hmm. this is you. Um, I just say just stop where you are and just say, Lord, forgive me for I've sinned. Mm-hmm. I have I am straddling the the um, the line between yeah. good and evil or darkness and light and Honestly, he wants you to be all in. And, you know, we all have sinned to fall short of the glory of God. And that, But but what do you do with that? And so it's not a one-and-done thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a – you ask Jesus into your life, and, and there's no more work. So I would just – I would just heartfelt repentance. Yeah. Okay? That's good. And, Steve, you know, you talked a lot about this, the um, – filled with knowledge and – of his will and spiritual wisdom understanding what can people do to uh put themselves in a position to to be filled with those things to learn to learn to grow in that is there any practical stats a person can take the most important practical state step you can take for these things is to learn how to love one another Mm -hmm. and then you've got to want what they are yeah so you've got to understand what they are. And I think that understanding what they are only comes through the Spirit. And mm-hmm. the Spirit is offered to those who love one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that loving people really allows you that opportunity. Loving your brother as Jesus Christ has loved you uh, gives you that opportunity to be put right in a good position to begin to glean the Holy Spirit's understanding to read the mind of Christ and feel the heart of God and love them as he loved them. Mm -hmm. And it just increased. It's, it's, it's the old, you know, chicken and the egg. You got, you know, if if the, if the original uh, offering is from Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, he's the chicken, you're the egg. (laughs) And so you receive it, you become an offspring of his. And then on top of that becomes the chicken and then the egg. And out of the egg comes the chicken and then more eggs. Right. And it just, it's a never-ending cycle of learning his wisdom and revelation. Mm-hmm. But how you do it is you, you, lo- you start with loving and then you look at the value of what he's offering and you receive it. Like Paul's saying, my prayer is that you would receive these because Paul came into an amazing understanding of what is valuable to you. Yeah. And what is not valuable to yeah. you. And so he, Paul did not consider suffering for Christ something to be avoided. Right. And when the Jerusalem, when the brothers said, you can't go up to Jerusalem, they're going to mm-hmm. arrest you. They're seeking, they're conspiring to destroy you. He said, brothers, yeah. what's wrong with you? I am willing to not only be beat, arrested, but I'm willing to be beaten yeah. and, and crucified. For the sake of Jesus Christ, for the, mm-hmm. to be allowed to preach the gospel in Jerusalem, I would gladly risk these things because yeah. 
he came to an understanding of what's important and what's not important. And we only have that chance if we are found to be lovers. Mm-hmm. We are found to be people who love. That's good. And then we're offered this opportunity to understand this. When I say it, a lot of people are just like, oh, that's crazy mm-hmm. about the, you know, standoff with a gun and sending him to hell versus sending me to heaven. Yeah. And all those things, it's an understanding of love. Mm-hmm. It's an understanding of it. And I don't know that I can do it. I just know that I'd want to. Want to. I, I now understand it. I've never thought that way in my whole life. And now I do. I just It's line upon line. It's yeah. You come to the next thing. And how do you get it? You become someone who loves others. And then this becomes begins the understanding of God, of who you are in God, mm-hmm. of what you have in your life. What you have, what how he's going to use you, what a privilege it is if he does use you, and just and the good fruit that comes from it, and you have all of this in front of you, and you have to make it important, and you have to look to it, begin to understand it, and then you can have what it is. You can have it in your life. Wow, man. So, yeah, just just then, in summary, one of the things that you said, Steve, that that I heard from you, I don't know how many years it's been now 10 11 years back was i believe you wrote it in one of your early bibles that are you are you living for is what you're living for worth jesus dying for yeah and i think that really summarizes a lot of what we've been talking about today is are you, are you living in this manner worthy of him are you yeah living seeking to please him? Are you seeking to know him are, are you living yeah are, are is what you're living for worth jesus dying yeah. for and that's that manner worthy of yeah. his love manner the worthy of jesus christ yeah. and i don't know that's the question I think we all need to ask ourselves and take take stock of. You know, is does my life reflect this really truth? Good. Am I pursuing to know Him more and pursuing yeah. to love Him more and love others more and all of that yeah. stuff? So, thank you everybody for listening today. Um, we really appreciate you, and we we pray that you would be changed and you would be inspired yeah, to change. And and we pray that you know <laughs> we pray this prayer for you that you would be filled with all these things. And we uh, bless you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicki or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.